Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And I'm Erica. And you're listening to Season 5, Episode 5 of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey, Castle Chat friends. Welcome to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today's episode is titled The One With Dot Dot Dot. This is the episode where we bring in a special guest and interview them. We are so excited to have our friend Erica Kennant with us today. She is a lifestyle planning and photography digital creator living in the heart of Walt Disney World. We can't wait for you to get to know her. So let's chat about it. my goodness, Erica, we're so pumped to have you on today. I'm so excited to be here. In y'all's intro, like, that I live in the heart of Walt Disney World, I just want to cry. <laughs> I'm, it's still sinking in. I cannot believe it. So thank you guys so much for having me on. It's, it's so it's so amazing. We are so excited that you're here. It is such an honor for us to connect with people within the Disney bubble and have conversations like this and get to know you more. And then the listeners get to know you as well. It's just a, it's an incredible opportunity. So we're very grateful and excited that you're here. Um, we have lots of questions for you. And we I know the listeners are excited to get to know you as well. So what do you want to start with, Kate? Well, I just first off want to say that With social media, we know it's really difficult to truly gauge who a person is. It's a highlight reel, it's snapshots of our life, and I think there's something really unique about the podcasting space where people can truly get a better picture of who you are, Erica, and what you do um, outside of seeing your you know, nine squares in your feed that they're able to see. And so we love this opportunity to be able to highlight you as a creator um, and somebody who we connect with on personal levels for what we are passionate about. And so we're so thankful to have you. But why don't you just start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself and how your love of Disney kind of originated and where it came from. I love that y'all said that about just social media being a highlight reel. Um, I'm such a storyteller um, and that's probably why I have such a massive love and heart for Disney. So I actually went to college for, um, I majored in English Lit and I uh, in creative writing and professional writing. And so I'm act- a lot of people don't know this because they don't share it very much on social media. I'm actually a copywriter and that's what I do freelance for a lot of clients. So um, writing and editing are a huge part of my life. So storytelling is such a massive part of who I've always been since such a young age. And um, that's what drew me into to Disney. And I remember just, oh gosh, maybe when I was five or six, like that's the earliest I can remember, just like being so drawn into the stories of like the movies like Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast were my favorite, favorite favorites. I could connect to them in some way. And just pulling on that heartstring of just through storytelling, I feel like is what kind of grabbed my attention. The rest has been history, but that's that's definitely where I feel like we can connect and like get to really know each other, you know, is through speaking like this. Um, and so I just I just love really connecting with people and and talking and sharing our stories. And I feel like that's something that Disney 
emulates. So like, that's just like what it embodies. Like Walt was, he was a storyteller and he brought so many different people from all different walks of life together to tell their stories. And he wanted to tell stories and he wanted to bring people together. Um, so I'm really passionate about that and I love what y'all are doing. And I just, I'm so grateful just to be here to be able to talk about anything. But yeah, that's definitely, I think, um, a big part of what started my love for Disney. Um, especially because I didn't have like, I didn't have like the best childhood. <laughs> so, um, and I definitely, I don't have a story. Like I feel like a lot of people in the Disney community have of like, I didn't go to Disney as, as a child, like we were so poor. The first family vacation we went on was when, when I was in, in college with my family and I actually planned our trip to Disney World and I took my parents and my, my family, I somehow convinced them. But just growing up really poor and actually with parents who, who kind of like <laughs> didn't like Disney um, and kind of like tried to keep it away from me and my siblings for a good bit of our childhood, I feel like that's the rebellious side of me that also sparked a lot of the love was <laughs> it was born out of out of like okay why is this something that I I can't love um, and just as an adult it has just it's blossomed and it's just you know y'all know I mean we're all <laughs> we <have laughs> this big massive love for Disney and so um, it's just taken on a life of its own but it really it was it's kind of like one of those. Again, going back to storytelling, it's kind of one of those, um, almost like an underdog story, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like, it started from kind of a, a really rough place and a rough start. Um, and it was just kind of the little bit of magic in my life and in my childhood. And I kind of just held on to it until I grew as a person, you know, and and into now having my, a life of my own um, that I can actually run with it and, and really be who I am and really experience it. So, so yeah, that's kind of a long-winded <laughs> response to that. But. No, that's great. I think that that immediately speaks to you being a storyteller and that being a part of who you are. I felt like you just drew me into your own little Disney story and Disney, you could have your own Disney movie about, you know, how that came to be and how it was a, a magic spark that helped get you through some rough times maybe. So that's pretty cool that that's the thing that drew you in. Tell us about how you are involved with Disney now. If you didn't have experiences going to Disney World or doing things Disney related growing up, how yeah. has that transformed into what you're doing now? Yeah, I really think, um, like I said, like my childhood, it was very, I grew up in a very strict household. Um, and so like we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. We weren't allowed to watch Disney or or partake in anything like that. And so I think once like, you know, I started growing up and things start easing up a little bit and I started to, you know, I, I always felt so different, like especially in college, everyone was watching. You know, um, I remember like my freshman year of college, like everyone was watching like Laguna Beach and I was like sitting in my dorm room watching Hannah Montana. Like I just, like, just kind of started like, I guess, I don't know, like oh, I get to be like, I get to experience these things for the first time and like be a kid. And it's been a lot of like healing that inner child as well um, for me as an adult. But um, honestly, I think like, 
college is where it really, really started for me. Um, and then my boyfriend in college, his family, they kind of became like my family. And they were massive Disney people. Like they had a timeshare and came to Disney like once or twice a year. So they invited me uh, when I was 20. So that was the first time I've ever come to Disney World was when I was 20 years old. And they brought me and my life was completely changed. Like I've never experienced anything like that before in my, in my entire life. I mean, like I said, up until that point, like my family had never gone on family vacations, we're just really poor. Um, and so I was just like, what is this? So talk about like going from like never experiencing something like that to going to Disney World for the first time, you're 20. Like I felt like, you know, like my eyes just like grew bigger and just that whole like big twinkle in your eye kind of thing happened, you know, um, where it was just like, this is a whole new world. This is like, it was just pure magic. I'll never forget my very first trip. Um, and and that's kind of like what did it for me. I feel like ever since then, it was just Disney and the culture of Disney has just been a huge part of my life ever since that first trip. And um, and I really owe it a lot to, to that family and I'm still close to that family. Um, so when I, I told them, they were one of the first families I told them we were moving here, like they were screaming, so excited. <laughs> um, and I just thank, I got to thank them for like being a part of like they're they're the reasons why like that love was established because they brought me here um and i want to say like coming here on that first trip even looking back it's like this place felt like home even back then i just didn't know it um and now it makes so much sense like fast forward all these years it makes so much sense why like god has led me back here like this is the place that was kind of like all along he was kind of like establishing these steps to to get here um and so just like as especially like i feel like like my age group you know we were the ones who started facebook so facebook was a thing when i went my freshman year of college um and then instagram and so even when i first started my instagram journey i was already just finding other just other Disney lovers. And even though the Disney community wasn't really a whole big thing, I just I just remember just finding other like-minded people who loved a lot of the things that I loved, um, including Disney. Um, and it just kind of grew my curiosity um, more for like coming and visiting more. And also just like, just my love for movies, um, Disney movies and then the Disney style community, just like that was just a whole other area that I feel like because of social media, I was able to tap into that and start to find again, more of my style and my taste. And, and so, yeah, I really accredit just, just really finding this community and this path and all of my friends who, I mean, most of my friends are, are Disney lovers and Disney addicts and finding all of them and just the community, which has been my favorite part. I really attribute all of that to just that first trip that kind of just changed my life for sure. That's incredible. Your your story is so beautiful. Like the way that you're describing it and the magic that you felt on that first trip really, it sounds like to me that that's the kickstart of of your of your life and your brand and what the love that you have for Disney. And I love that you touched on like being the part of the generation where Facebook was first started. And I think about like going back to those days and 
when you updated your what was it your news feed or whatever the name of it was like your status and I remember during those days I was always posting like getting my homework done smiley face or like going to Disney World smiley face like random things like that but it's so funny because it's like you're, it's the first time we were able to step into the social media world and share what was going on with our lives with other people and like the fact that you've been building your like Instagram and the, your community since way back then, like you probably have followers that are now like have been a part of your life for so long because you started that way back way back then. So it's just exciting to to see like where your journey started with that. Yeah. So obviously you have a huge love for Disney. It sparked later in your life so much so that you decided to make a huge move from Texas, correct? Correct. So a huge move from Texas to Florida. Tell us about that. And you'd said that you felt like God was putting all these little pieces in your life to lead you to living in Orlando now. Tell us about that journey and what really made you jump and say, okay, I'm doing this. We're making the move. Oh, y'all. Oh my gosh. Which I say y'all a lot, so I'm so sorry. That is a story. But honestly, in a nutshell, never, ever, 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 like to quote Taylor Swift in my wildest dreams. Yes, girl. I I know you're a Swifty. I love it. Um, I... We never, my husband and I never thought in our wildest dreams we would have ever moved out of Texas, ever. Just, first of all, like faith is is everything in our life. So that is just, I feel like a whole God thing in and of itself. Like it's just one of those things where it's like how we were, how we moved here, how it happened. It was like no denying that like we were meant to. It's one of those stories, but honestly, you know, Texas, um, life was rough. Life was really rough. Um, I have three small children. Like I'm one of those people that I'm like, I'm one of those, I feel like I'm one of those millennials. It's like, no one ever told me how hard motherhood is. Like there is no harder hood. I feel like to walk through like, and I feel like nobody, <laughs> nobody warned me like how hard it is. And it is the most rewarding, greatest thing I've ever done in my life for sure. But it's extremely hard. And in Texas, like life was just getting really hard um we kind of didn't really have much help family-wise or a support system um we moved we moved cities to be closer to my family but it still it just wasn't working out and it was just kind of you know to to skip a sad story there it just was not it was not going well my husband he was pretty miserable at his job um i was pretty miserable trying to run my own photography business while taking care of three kids so kind of being like a, a work at home mom is what kind of, what I kind of labeled myself as. And um, so I just remember, honestly, once the pandemic started, we even started just praying about what, what are like the next steps of our life? Like, are we supposed to be here kind of thing? And we just started asking just like that kind of like, oh, that just big question. Like it's a, such a big question. Like, are we even supposed to be here what are we supposed to be doing um because i'm a big dreamer i have so many big dreams and that's i feel like 2019 2020 especially i feel like i mean social media had already been booming at that point and um the disney community was a community that i started getting even more involved in 
after like the planner community, which I know is something y'all want to talk about too, but like, and I started finding kind of my place more and more. And so I just remember like, I started dreaming big, man, I, I really want to take my photography business to Disney World. Like I want to take it over there. I want to, I want to create content. I want to work with small businesses and brands. I want to be in the parks um, shooting content. I want to be able to be, you know, a lifestyle photographer and um, I want to go and, and get to be at my favorite place in the whole wide world more. I want my children to be raised over there. Like, I just remember just, I started just kind of like really manifesting and speaking these things out loud. And then kind of like crazy enough at the same time, my husband's job, he was starting to become slowly miserable at his job. Um, and so I remember coming to him and I was just like, hey, what do you think about us like making a big massive life change like we're just so unhappy here these are my dreams and my hopes i see that you are you know pretty miserable at your job like i'm just throwing it out there like what what do you think about us making a big move i did not mention orlando or florida i just was like what do you think about a big move like just a change in our life and he was like yeah i'm feeling that and he's like, let me like, let me think about it. Let me, let me, let me pray on it. Let me, let me take some time. He's very, uh, we are so opposite, but we work so well together. Like he is so, he's set, he's an engineer. He's such a thinker. Um, he's more introverted. So he takes kind of a long time to make a decision on things. And I'll never forget it. Like pretty quickly, he was like, yeah, we shouldn't stay here. Like it's, it's, we need to move. And he was like, where would you want to move? And he's smiling because he already knows, you know, he's like, where would you want to move? And I'm just like, where do you think I'd want to move? And he's like, Orlando, Florida. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, yeah, honestly, I, don't, I couldn't think of a better place for us. And guys, that was such a big thing because he's not, he's not really a Disney guy. Okay. Like he's not like, like, he's like, can we go somewhere else? for vacation please like he's he's like one of those it's like do we have to go to Disney again um and so for him to say that I thought was just massive um so I remember at that point oh man who would have who would have even known like fast forward it was it was about a year from that point um he had he had applied over 73 different jobs like and we thought he was going to get a job instantly um and he did not and so it was, it was one of those, we have to just trust and have patience kind of journeys. Um, but we knew it was gonna happen for us. And we knew that when it happened, it was gonna happen really quickly and it did. So like after literally nine or 10 months, he finally got one call, y'all, one call, one job interview. And he got that job out of over a thousand applicants for Universal Studios. So. We laugh like he he's Universal, I'm Disney, um, but I also <laughs> love Universal because I'm a Harry Potter head. But um, but that was just kind of one of those things where like, oh my gosh, like this is so God because it was like we had to wait and trust and and it took and it was one job out of over seventy job applications, only the one and only job that reached out to him, and it was his dream job. Like he's he's working at, I mean, he gets to work on. He's like a big kid. He gets to work on rides and roller coasters every day. And he's just, I've never seen him so happy. 
um, and it took one interview and they loved him and they, they offered him the job instantly. And within less than three weeks, we were packed up and moving over here. So it happened so lightning fast, but after a really long time of waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, and I just, I still can't, I look back on it and I still can't believe it. I can't believe it happened. I can't believe that like we were on the same page. I can't believe he was so like open to Orlando. Um, and now I ask him all the time, like, are you happy here? He's like, I've never been happier. Like, I've just never seen him so happy. Um, but it's like, I'm still like almost questioning it because it's like, did this really happen? Did you really like agree to this? Like, are, do you really wanted to come here? And it's so crazy because it's like, it, it, it almost had to be all him to get here, you know, his job and him wanting to, um, cause we're a team, you know, and, and we, we want to make these decisions together. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's how it happened. Um, so much more to the story, but that's the quickest version I can give. Cause it was just, it was insane how it all came together. That's so incredible. The timeline of making a big move like that, obviously anyone would want it to be instantaneous. You make the decision, oh yes, it's Orlando, we're going, and you want it to happen next week. But the faithfulness, the tenacity with which your husband applied to jobs, like kudos to him, props to him for not giving up because I think it's so easy to get discouraged when you want something so badly and you feel like you're being told no, but believing that for himself, for y'all's family to just continue to say, that's where we're going, that's where we're meant to be, Maybe now is not the right timing, but I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be dedicated to finding the right thing. And now he has his dream job. So, I mean, not only does he have his dream job, but hopefully you guys are building and curating your dream life together for both of you and for your kids. And man, that is, that's an awesome, awesome story. And I'm so thankful that he found that job, that he was able to stick with it until that right thing opened up at the right time. Um, but now that you're in Florida, what has changed for you in terms of how you get to experience Disney? Oh my gosh, um, so much. I mean, first of all, we, again, like I, all of this, it's so wild because it's like, how did this even happen? Um, we had to move so lightning fast and we had to like find a place to like find a house so quickly, like rent, when we're renting right now. Um, like, and we, I remember, it was um, our 10-year wedding anniversary last year, and my husband and I got to come and do the Grand Floridian. Um, like, that was such a dream trip. Like, we stayed at the Grand Floridian, and we stayed by ourselves, like, kid-free, and did the parks for a couple of days. And I remember we rented a car, and we drove around all the areas around here, and we were just dreaming. At that time, we already, we already knew that we wanted to move here. Um, so we were just kind of dreaming and like manifesting and being like, man, if we could live in this area or this area. And so we kind of like really got to know a lot of the areas. Um, so I'm really thankful for that because because it happened so fast. Um, we kind of knew the areas we wanted to to move to. And so somehow we got a home that is literally like in Cinderella's backyard. That's what we call it with the kids. Like we'll literally drive out of our neighborhood and make two rights and there's Cinderella's castle, the back of it. And so like on the way to drop the kids off to school in the morning and on the way home, we all, we'd see it. Um, 
and we would sit we'll say like good morning cindy or good afternoon cindy like every time oh, it's so cute that's so cute it's so cute um but the fact that like <laughs> that has been like the biggest change is like we literally live in magic kingdom's backyard like accidentally like it it was not a like a purposeful like on it was not on purpose like it was not something that i was like oh i want to live in this specific neighborhood because I know it's in Magic Kingdom's backyard. Like it just <laughs> accidentally happened that way. Um, and so now that when we're just driving around or going to grocery store, like there are cast members in the grocery stores. Like they're like, we just see cast members everywhere dressed up in their in their uniforms. Um, we're, we drive out of our neighborhood and, and, and within less than five minutes, we're, you know, we're right there by the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian and like just to be in Disney's backyard um, or to step out in our backyard at night and watch the fireworks. Um, it's really loud where we live. Really, that's the only thing. That's the only like, <laughs> like I feel like we had to like, are we cool with living in a neighborhood that that's loud because we will hear the fireworks are pretty loud. Um, and like, I'll take, I'll go on my like walks and I can hear the steamboat from Magic Kingdom. Like it, all of those things are just like, I, I cry a lot. That's that's what, that's, <laughs> that's that is you are living you are living the dream. You get to hear the steamboat on your walks and fireworks. Like kid, do you want to just step outside and watch the fireworks show tonight? That's so amazing. Yeah, I feel like that has been the biggest thing to change. Like it, it's like we are like immersed in the Disney culture and in in the world like we're it's and it and it it was such an accidental thing so it's like I still can't believe it and I truly like I I did I say it all like honestly like as as humbly as I can because it's one of those things that's like like we didn't plan for this to happen and but I I feel like I told Philip I told him I feel like I dreamed so big and I wanted it so bad that it just like, it really, it came true way more than I could have like, it, it's like one of those things where like, okay, well, I'm gonna plop you then right there. Like, Look at God. Like, <laughs> yes. Answered prayers, faithfulness. Beyond it's so, expectations. Yeah, it's amazing. And once he got that job, it was that lightning lane, right? To Disney World, right? <laughs> He's like, it's like lightning fast. And I was like, you got a lightning lane straight to Orlando. <laughs> I love that for you guys and how beautiful, like just going back to how beautiful your story is. It's amazing that you are where you are now and the life that you get to, it's just incredible. It's so fun. I, I bet your kids just love that too. Yes. That's honestly, I feel like the biggest change for all of us. We went from like, you know, there is really not much to do in, in Texas or especially where we were living. And I just remember last summer with the kids, like trying pulling my hair out trying to find things to do or places to go and and just there's really nothing like it was, it was pretty pretty boring where we live and to now come and be just like in Disney's backyard and we can do so much I mean not just go to Disney but anywhere anywhere around here um it's so exciting and every everything's so magical and everyone's so like everyone's so happy to be here we've noticed that like especially in the area we live in like everyone's so happy to live here and to be here our neighbors are cast members and they're just the sweetest people you know like like stuff like that like I feel like just being like literally like immersing ourselves in the Disney community and culture has just been you know how people talk about experiencing culture shock it's like that for us but like in the best way possible
Like, and I feel like that's been the biggest change, even more than like, yeah, we can go to Disney anytime we want to, which is amazing and magical. And like I said, I've been crying a lot because I'm still not over it. <laughs> like, but like, I feel like the biggest change for us and that's just been the biggest blessing and just so amazing about it is just, is that, that great culture shock of it. Like just, wow like okay like completely different cultures completely different to completely different vibe in the air completely different everyone's attitude and everyone's demeanor and and just it's it's just there really is like this magic in the air um and we're just so grateful like i i will never stop saying how grateful i am like i will forever have a grateful heart in the minute I've told some of my closest friends, I'm like, the minute you see me getting used to living here or like, it's no big deal, like you kick me because like, and you <laughs> remind me, you remind me to have, cause like, it, this is, it's a dream come true. It's an absolute dream come true. And we're so, we're so grateful, all of us, to, to our kids. Our kids say every day, my oldest, she's like, it feels like we're on vacation. And I told her that's what we prayed for. That's, that is my screensaver on my phone is we wanted to create a life that we don't need a vacation from. Like that's something that um, Serena living by Disney, she's one of my favorites to follow. Like that's something that her story and her move, that was her motto. Like that became like our motto too. Like we were like, like oh, her story just inspired me so much, but truly to create a life that we don't need a vacation from um, is something that that I feel like we've we've done now. So. Yeah, so with your with your husband not being a huge Disney fan and asking you to please stop vacationing at Disney, you said, "Okay, fine. We'll just move there and then you can you can worry about vacation somewhere else." Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's and that's been like the best part is to see his love for Disney unfold. Like he is becoming like the cutest like Disney dad in the most like rad way. I feel like it's, it's like, it's not been something that's just like natural for him. It's been something that he's been, his love's been growing in it. Um, and so like he comes and he meets us after he gets off work at Universal and he'll come meet us at the parks. Um, and, and he loves it. Like he's, he's like a big kid. He's a big kid at work. He comes and he's a big kid with us at the parks. And um, that's been my favorite part, but yeah. Yeah, he's like, I think he would rather live here then keep taking vacations here multiple times a year. So. There you go. Problem solved, right? <laughs> Maybe we should talk to our guys about yeah, this. Yeah, we need to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how long have you officially been living in Orlando now? Oh, we're going on four months. Oh, my goodness. Fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. That's awesome. Well, you talked about being a big dreamer. We are obviously dreamers ourselves. We love talking about dreams, promoting other people's dreams, hopes, goals. Tell us a little bit about those big dreams that you talked about, taking your photography to Disney, your passion planners, all these things that you do that you're so creative and talented at. What are your dreams moving forward now that you are in that place that probably continues to inspire those dreams even more so now that you're there? What are your hopes, goals, plans for those parts of your life? I'm so glad first that you brought up her planners because I am obsessed with your planner. Oh my gosh. It is the most beautiful, aesthetically pleasing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I cannot wait for you to expand on this because it's beautiful. 
Oh my gosh, I'm I'm I know y'all can't see me, but I am I am beat red. But it's so funny whenever like people like give me any kind of like compliments or any, I get just even more red. Like just I feel like I just, my whole face is red. Y'all are so sweet. Thank y'all so much. Um, y'all are truly uh, so kind. And honestly, I can't brag on this community enough because I feel like everyone has just been so loving. But oh my gosh the dreams yeah moving here especially just in the short four months that we've been here my dreams are just like things are just like rapid fire in my brain right now you know what i mean and so i got some really good advice shout out to my therapist um <laughs> she, amen girl amen yeah. <laughs> yes oh my gosh um and she is a disney lover so when yeah she is so happy for for us but um she um really encouraged me to in the timing of us moving here it worked out so beautifully that we moved here at like the end of the school year beginning of the summer she was like take the summer to like get a lay of the land like get plant your roots like get a feel of your area soak it up just go and enjoy the parks like really just set your roots and then start to figure out once the kids start school like okay wh what do i really want to do and so i'm really thankful that she you know encouraged me to figure out my own plan in that way like she never gives me like advice but she usually encouraged me to take the time that i needed to um to figure that out and i'm so glad because i feel like as soon as we moved here um, if I would have tried to just like jump into everything really quickly, I think it would have been completely overwhelming because there is so many things that I would love to do. So many things that I'm, I'm dreaming big for. But now that I've taken this first four months and the, the whole the whole kids summer break to to wait, I haven't even officially opened back up my photography business yet. I've done a few photo shoots in the parks to just kind of like just keep keep my my skill fresh you know and and i've wanted to just kind of like just bless some of my friends um who have come and visited and, and give them some shoots but um honestly once the kids start school in a few weeks i'm really excited to open back up my photography business that's i think my biggest dream is is to really be in the parks a lot through the week and capturing photos and videos for everyone and anyone in the parks and i've already been talking with some of my followers who have trips planned and they're like can you take our family's photos or we or can you take our engagement pictures or can you you know stuff like that and it's just it's been it's been amazing to have some of those conversations so that's something i'm really dreaming big for with my photography business and eventually i would love to just be creating content full-time like that's honestly like the biggest dream of mine um, is to kind of just be creating just content for myself full time. But I am really, really passionate about capturing magical moments um, for people. And now, especially in the parks, like it's it's like next level um, compared to just how my photography business was in Texas. So that's one of my biggest dreams. And then two, like planning. Oh, planning. Oh, man, I could talk about planning forever. It is next to photography. It, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they say like how you can monetize off of your hobbies. Like you find out what you're passionate about, your hobbies, your love, and like figure out how you can make money doing it. It's like, ugh, like I kind I like that, but I don't like that because I want to keep them like my hobbies and what I love doing. You know what I mean? I don't want so much pressure being put on them for myself. Like that's just my opinion. So like planning, I feel like has, has stayed that way for me. 
Um, I was really involved um, in the planner community and that's kind of how I grew my following on Instagram specifically. But I feel like it's honestly just been me just sharing, just sharing, you know, and while I'll make some pennies off of like some of my affiliate links, it's really nothing that is like by any means, like, you know, like, like something to keep me like self-sustaining, but it is, it is really truly been just a hobby that I've got to keep as a hobby and a passion. And I use the passion planner. Um, I love the passion planner community so much. They're so kind, very much like the Disney community, just so accepting and loving and encouraging and everybody just building each other up. And it's, it sounds so nerdy, but it really, I mean, like it is a combination of like crafting and scrapbooking meets planning. Um, it's such a, like, for me, it's a, it's just a mesh of those two worlds, which is what I grew up doing. I loved scrapbooking, especially in high school. And I still have it. I should have, I should have brought it in here. My, my like Disney binder planner when I brought my family for our first trip here. This was back in 20, 2015 or 2016. I can't remember. That's when we brought, my girls were two years old and three years old. And that was their very first trip to Disney World. I made this whole like binder, like scrapbook, all our plans and printed out everything. This was before like, before they had like the app and like, like before like, you know, everything was on our phones. And so, um, so I really, I like scrapbook that whole thing. And I remember it was that very next year that I kind of found the planner community. Um, and I got to like, honestly, just combine those two loves of like scrapbooking and planning together. Um, and so that's what I do. I am just, I feel like I'm the biggest nerd. I play with stickers in my planners. That's like how I describe it. Um, but it is so therapeutic. It is so therapeutic. It is so fun. Um, it helps keep my life a little bit more organized. It helps me to put all these big dreams and goals like on paper. Um, and then it's helped me to find some of my very best friend. Like I met my very best friend, Shannon, through through our love for Passion Planner online. And now we live an hour and a half from each other and and get to go to Disney together and live our lives together. Like it's it's so wild. Um, so I'm super grateful, but I, I love planning so much. Um, and yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll get to see, you get to see my little planner. So. It, I, I wouldn't say it's just a little planner. It is eloquent. <laughs> it is beautiful. It is creative. Like I was saying, I mean, like it's like a piece of art, like your, your week laid out. I'm like, that is art that could be hung in like the Louvre. And I'd be like, yes, I'd like to buy that, please. <laughs> like, I think it's so beautiful. <laughs> As somebody who's super, super type A and I do plan my weeks, but don't do them in a creative way that you do. I do love, I love scrapbooking. I have a scrapbook that I am still making now because I feel like it's a lost art um, where, you know, printing pictures out, having them physically in your hand and like writing down memories from trips and stuff is something that I've always loved doing. And so I love the idea of taking my organization of my week and putting that into a creative outlet and it not just being my bullet point to-do list. It can be 
a creative outlet for me and I can draw inspiration from people like you and say, hey, you know, I can give myself an hour to just sit down, have a little time to myself, plan my week, but also enjoy doing it and not feel overwhelmed and stressed at all of these things. It's like, oh, this is fun and I'm going to check all the boxes. Um, I love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I, there, and there are so many different types of planners. I follow planners who are just like bullet journalers, um, where people don't use stickers at all. And they literally just like bullet out their weeks. And it's still so like some, some of those videos are some of the most like calming therapeutic videos to watch for some reason for me. And then there's those of us who are just like sticker crazy. And then what I feel like I've found is now that I'm like more involved in the Disney community, there's this whole, like these two worlds combined there are I mean, I'm using Disney stickers and washi and I have found shops and small shops that like create these things. So it's like my two worlds and my two loves coming together and it just makes my heart so happy. Um, And it really makes planning, even the mundane, makes the mundaneness of life that much more beautiful. There are weeks, countless weeks in all of my passion planners where we wouldn't do anything. Like there was not much to put in it. Um, So I would maybe memory plan, like you're talking about, like bringing back that lost art of like scrapbooking, um, of just printing out. I used to do that. I used to print out pictures too and put them in my passion planner. Um, And like I said, my best friend Shannon, she does, she only does memory planning in her planner. So she'll literally just write out what each day was. And so it's so beautiful to get to look back and even on those mundane weeks to see what we did and just see what my my brain was thinking creatively with the stickers and you know whatever colors I was feeling and um I don't know I feel like these two worlds just go so well together because if you look at everything like I took my kids for the first time we went and watched um at Hollywood Studios um Walt's story like just walk through that whole you know his whole like um museum and everything there that they have and got to watch his story and I got to talk with my kids about it. And I was just telling them, like, look, look at everything physically, everything that they had to, models that they had to make, things that they had to draw. Like it all, it, it all started with a mouse, right? With a sketch of a mouse. Like I feel like pen to paper, just kind of like, it just makes sense. Like that this is another love of mine, you know? And it all just, it all kind of blends together so, so beautifully. Um, so yeah, I love it. I'm so passionate about it. And it's just, it's such a fun hobby and art and it just, it adds so much to my life. So I highly recommend everyone getting a paper planner and even if it's just a scribble on. <laughs> That's awesome. So like you said, doing this specific planning type thing and sharing it on Instagram is something that really helped you grow your platform and your reach as a content creator. Let's talk about your your content creation, what you do on your platforms. I know you're on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, correct? Correct, yes. Okay, so aside from planning, how has social media, I know you said you have met one of your best friends through social media. There are some amazing things that social media can do. How has that impacted you personally, your dreams, hopes, goals? How do you think that you'll continue to use these platforms um, to achieve these dreams that you have? I love, first of all, that there are so many different platforms where you can really find just 
I don't know, you can find your vibe and your style and your way to like share things so uniquely on each each one. It's so different, like TikTok. I can just like freely have fun and do whatever. Like literally before we started filming this podcast, y'all are gonna crack up. You go look at my, I posted a TikTok right before we hit record. Um, and it's about me meeting Kylo at, at, at Galaxy's Edge and just like, it's so silly and it's so, it's so hilarious. We're definitely like, gonna have to go look now. <laughs> yes. It's just one of those things where it's like on TikTok, like if you just in on a, in, on a whim, if you want to just like share something silly or, you know, or stupid or whatever, whatever is just like, you know, d- showcasing any part of your personality. It's so easy and fun and carefree. I feel like to do it on there. Um, Instagram, I feel like I do put a little bit more of um, effort, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's kind of more of like the vibe and the aesthetic and um, it is starting to get a little bit more more loose and I'm trying to have way more fun with it because I think I took, I did take Instagram way too seriously for far too many years and I will be completely honest about that. But honestly, I love that each platform you can be different on. I'm also on Pinterest and on there, I just really have fun between showcasing my planners and my, my style or my fashion just any of that like it's it's been it's it's really another platform that's really easygoing um to just kind of share things that you love and i get so much inspiration off of there um i feel like most of um especially my park style comes from from pinterest um and then youtube i feel like youtube is just where like i'm editing a a vlog right now i I got to be at the the first day the opening day of, of the wine and food and wine festival at epcot and it's just one of those platforms where I feel like I get to just like tell the story of my day and like the long, the long version, you know what I mean? Long, long version of video. And I get to just chat with people and, and, and show them. And then I get to watch their lives too. Like, you know, just it's, it's, uh, I love how each platform is so different. Um, and that I, and because I really love, I really love, I feel like I'm the kind of creator that, um, I don't like to keep creating the same stuff and I don't like to be kept in a box. And so I love that each platform is so different that I can be challenged and I really love learning new things because like, I'm like, I'm a self-taught photographer, you know? And then I feel like planning is like that too. Like there's no, I guess you could take a class on it. Um, I've even taught like a, a couple couple of like online courses of, in, you know, some so, sort of way. But like, honestly, it's like such a self-taught thing. Like you just, you just jump in and you start to learn how to be creative. And that's kind of one of my favorite things about social media too, and each platform. But Instagram really was, is kind of the biggest platform for me. That one in YouTube and in the way of like, the planner community is kind of what really, I where I gained my traction and just literally just sharing my planners and just finding so many like-minded people. And then I've always tied in just like a little bit of my love for Disney. And I've always had, specifically my Instagram account, has always just been my first and last name. It's just been Erica Canan. It's always just been my life. And so I've just kind of kept it that way. Like a little bit of planner stuff, a little bit of Disney stuff, a little bit of fashion, a little bit of skincare, a little bit of my family, a little bit of whatever I'm doing. And now that we're like, you know, decorating our home, okay, add in a little bit of home decor in there. And it's, I love that I've not had to really stick to one one thing. And cause I don't, like I said, I don't like being kept in a box. Um, and so I feel like you said earlier, like 
because I did start Instagram way back when I have had so many faithful followers from like the beginning. Like I don't even like to call them that, like just friends, you know, like people that have literally been following me for so long, for so many years. And I love that so much because they're here to see all facets of my life, not just one thing. Um, and I think that's really, really special and kind of what I feel like is unique with just like, and I try to, any person that follows me or that's new to follow me, I'll try to, you know, I always, always respond to all my DMs and, and, and engage right back. And I'll always tell them, yeah, you're going to kind of just get a little bit of everything here. Like whatever, whatever's going on in my life, you're going to see like that kind of thing. And I feel like that's really kept it from getting boring for me or from like, you know, becoming something that is not enjoyable. And I definitely have had some hard years with Instagram, like I said, but I've finally, especially in this last year, I've just fallen back in love with just sharing whatever I wanna share and just having fun with it, not taking it too seriously. And, and I feel like that kind of genuineness on social media, I feel like even though it's such a highlight reel, I feel like some of that comes through. Like you can kind of see that for sure in, in certain people. And that's kind of what keeps me coming back. That's what keeps me opening the app and, and engaging with everyone and, and staying a part of it. Because I think if that was lost, I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I love how you mentioned the different social media platforms and it being an opportunity for you to express yourself in different ways. Um, and also with your page being multifaceted, I mean, you you are offering a little bit of something to every single type of person. Um, you're not you're not putting yourself in a box, like you said. And um, I love that because your account, like I said, gives like just a little bit of everything and a little bit of lifestyle, a little bit of faith, a little bit of planning, a little bit of parks. like your account is so fun to be a part of because of that because you never you never know what the next post is going to be you know it's exciting and i really love that you touched on that and that you're able to use your personality in different ways on different platforms based off of what that platform is so i love that you mentioned that and going along with that i just want to think about like the followers that you currently have on social media across your different platforms and those that are listening to this episode today what what do you hope to inspire in those people who are listening to this episode today or who are following you on social media? What's that message of hope that you want to inspire people with? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like there are many different messages that I hope to communicate through any and all of these social platforms. But honestly, I think, you know, I've heard this before in the planner community and now I've heard it in the Disney community too. Just in the culture that I was raised in, like being being Mexican-American and I'm also Spanish too. So like just being a Latina, just being someone who, who, you know, I've not seen growing up, especially people who looked like me, you know, whether it be in Disney movies or on, on TV, or even when social media started becoming such a, a big thing and seeing the, the people who started blowing up or influencers or famous bloggers and stuff like that. Like still wasn't seeing a lot of people who look like me. And I feel like I am starting, I will get, that's probably the number one message I get um, is it's so refreshing to see a fellow, you know, fellow Mexican American um, doing this or, or growing and growing this platform. It's, it's so nice to see somebody who looks like me or it's so nice seeing 
you know, you know, cause I love being a thick curvy girl and I've only started to embrace that in the, in the recent years because it's been such a, a hard battle for sure. But like even hearing those and reading those messages too, like it's so nice to, to see someone who just looks like me. It makes, you know, I've heard, I've heard countless people just say like, you've inspired me to, to start my own planner account or to start posting my love for Disney or to start even showing myself and my body and what I'm wearing in front of the camera. And those kinds of messages just like bring me to tears like that. That is just, that's just the best. Um, and so I feel like, like that's something that I feel like is something that I'm like purposed to, to do and to keep doing. And then I look at my daughters obviously, and it's like, oh man, I really want them to grow up just so confident in, in their skin and in who they are and to not be afraid or timid um, to go on to do to do whatever that they know that they're that they want to do you know and so that's definitely something that I hope um, a message of sorts that I hope to just inspire people to to come out from out of their shell and especially photography wise that is something that is I'm really passionate about too like I've stepped out from being just behind my camera to now being in front of it, which is massive for me. That's something I never thought that I'd be doing. I, I thought, especially once I became a photographer, that I would just be showcasing all the photos of everybody else that I was taking on on Instagram, for for example. I never thought I'd be taking photos of myself and and sharing those. And so that that's that's such a huge thing for me. And in conquering so many of those fears, like it's wild how it then it really does carry on to somebody else and, and affect somebody else to to then come out from behind the camera from you know for themselves so that's something that i'm really i'm really passionate about i also just love honestly just being a safe space for people um faith is a really big part of my life but it's not something that i'm ever going to shove down people's throats it, it's really just part of who i am i always want to be someone that people follow that they just really feel heard and seen and loved and not judged like that's just something that i'm really passionate about so yeah i feel like there are just so many different types of messages that i love and I want to to share through this tiny little platform that I've been given, you know. And then and then another thing that I love to share too is is that I'm really passionate about is that this is my as much as I want to make it a safe space for other people, it's also my safe space. It's my safe space to go and to share and to be myself. That I'm not just a mom or I'm not just fill in the blank, you know. Um, that this is my my area that I can go and be creative and and share all things that I love and because I I'm I'm a mom 24 seven and so you know sometimes when when I log on to Instagram I just want to feel like Erica I don't want to feel like mom 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 you know like I just I want to feel like me or when I get on TikTok like I want to just be silly and just just showcase my personality and I want to just watch other people showcasing their own personalities. So that's something that I'm really, really passionate about too, is just especially with any other moms who follow me to feel inspired. You know, I've actually gotten a few messages like that too. Like when I become a mom, I want to be like you, like those kinds of things. Like I'm gonna, man, you're such a cool mom. Like I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do things like how you're doing things. Um, and those kinds of messages really, really bring tears to my eyes because it's like I question myself so much like am I being a good mom so many times like I know all moms do that and so when I open up messages like that I'm like okay I must be doing like something right and, and it's just it's 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 so amazing to hear those things because 
Um, because I really do want to encourage and inspire women to to feel like that that's not their whole identity, you know, and that they haven't lost themselves. So that those are just a handful of the things that I feel like I am passionate about and messages that I hope to convey on social media. Perfect list. That list is so incredible, such a broad span of inspiring messages. And I certainly have gleaned all of those from following you and participating in you know, your content and loving everything that you put out. I am super appreciative that you're willing to be vulnerable on social media and talk about hard things and be honest about what your opinions might be, what you've been through, what your beliefs are, even if the people that are consuming that content might not feel the same things, you're still being unapologetically Erica. Um, and that is definitely something that comes through with what you put out. So don't question yourself. Don't question what you do. You certainly do it well. And we are cer certainly glad to know who you are a little bit better just through interviewing you, but hopefully continue to build this relationship, maybe even in person. Me and Court can have a photo shoot. We will support your photography business in the park. So we definitely need some castle chat propaganda to put out there um but this has just been such a pleasure to sit and chat with you about your heart what your hopes and dreams are a little bit about your journey into being a disney local but now that the more in-depth questions are done we definitely want to do some disney rapid fire yes some fun Disney questions. We love to end any of our interviews with just the like out of the box Disney questions. Get it out of the box. Mm. Such a good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just you haven't seen these before. Just straight off the cuff here. Uh, favorite park. Oh, right now. Right. Okay. It changes. But right now it is Hollywood Studios. <laughs> okay. Why? Galaxy's Edge, Galaxy's Edge, Galaxy's Edge. I could live in Batu. Like that is that is home. That is home. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, uh, favorite ride. Ooh, this is tough. It has been Rise of the Resistance for so long, but I'm pretty sure Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind just just booted it out because that ride blew my mind. I have so. not had the chance to ride it yet. Kate has. It blew my equilibrium. <laughs> it was, I have a little bit of a motion sickness issue. I didn't get sick or anything like that, but I could not, I could not open my eyes. I felt dizzy the entire time. And every time I tried to open my eyes to see what was going on, I felt like I needed to close my eyes. And then when I got off, I, I felt like I'd been on a cruise ship maybe. <laughs> um, so I'm sure it does that for plenty of people. But for me, it was difficult to ride. I want to ride it again now that I know what to expect. Maybe it would be a little bit easier. But even Flight of Passage is difficult for me to ride. So Cosmic Rewind is definitely a boot up from that for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I'm very, I also get a little bit motion sickness on things. So I'm interested to see how I take it, but I'm just gonna like stock up on some Dramamine and just hope for the best. And <laughs> and I I have a feeling I'm really gonna like it. I'm very excited at all the content that I've seen on it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go right now. <laughs> like it's. It do you seems... have a Do you have a favorite song? From so the... I've only I've only ridden it once. That's the thing. So for me to say like, oh man, it's my it's like my favorite ride now. That's saying something for me, which I have overcome a lot of motion sickness. So I'm right there with you. Like. 
it used to get really bad for me, but I've, I've figured out a lot of things that can help me. Honestly, I don't know if I ever see myself getting on a cruise ship though for that purpose, because I probably will be the person who's sick the entire time. But the only, see the song that we had was Burn Baby Burn. We had that, that Oh, song. Disco Inferno, disco okay. Disco Inferno, there you go, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Oh. I mean, you got. I want to write it so many times when I get all the songs, obviously. That would be the I wanted to get September, and I got September, so that was at least very satisfying for me. But another Disney rapid fire. What is your go-to Disney snack? Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. <laughs> okay, well, we break it down. What about your go-to salty snack and then your go-to sweet snack? Okay, okay. Um, currently... It is Mickey Pretzel because it's my kids' favorite too. So it's kind of become our little tradition. Not every time we go in the parks, but most times when we go to the parks, that's like the first thing we'll get. And we'll sit down and we'll eat it to eat them together and just soak up the entrance of the park. So we'll get it like right when we go in the park and we'll sit down and we'll just people watch and we'll just like eat our Mickey Pretzel and stare around and I'll tell them, just look around like this is home can y'all believe it and they're just like no like we take a minute to really soak up just just the park and being there not rushing off to do something so that's probably why it's become like one of my favorite snacks (laughs) that's so sweet what about what about a sweet snack oh oh man this one's really tough too i feel like oh my gosh some of these questions are gonna be really tough because there's so many different things right like festivals and like are we talking booths here are we talking (laughs) (laughs) let your imagination run wild whatever you want it to Um, be okay my favorite sweet right now um can it be a drink of course yeah okay all right hands down and i even made a tiktok to you about this um the other day um is the the spiked version the cold brew black calf um, in Galaxy's Edge, the space coffee, but it has to be the one with the Godiva liquor in it. Oh my goodness. It is like the most perfect iced coffee. And I drink decaf and I drink decaf very, very like just, I, I limit the, the, the caffeine very much so. Um, so I will have that just like, that's my one like caffeinated drink that I'll have. That sounds um, amazing. I've not had it. It is that good. Um, so I know it's gotten a lot of mixed reviews, but I'm like, everyone give it at least one try. Like it's it's just so good. And then the Cocoa Puffs on top is just like, it's the cherry on top. So they're, it's so good. Yeah, I feel like I've been seeing the drama around the space coffee with like the difference between <laughs> the Disneyland version and the Walt Disney World. And I'm like, I'm sure it's great. I don't, I don't, I don't even like coffee, so I probably wouldn't like it, but I mean, I don't know how different the two can be because I've never had it. Okay, Starbucks or Joffrey's? If you're getting a decaf. Oh, Joffrey's. Yeah, yeah. Joffrey's. Just, I want Joffrey's now. Like, why can't we just have Joffrey's in our little little beach town in North Carolina? So it makes it special when we go to Florida. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And we're and we're coffee snobs, so. It, we make our coffee like at home so it's really hard for me to even like pick places because we're just we're so picky with it but joffrey's over over starbucks for sure and then the treats real quick i will say if we were talking disney world and disneyland if it was a disneyland it would be a churro hands down Mm. um like the fluffernutter churro like their churros just 
are hands down the best, best treats ever. Oh, Disneyland food hits different. So <laughs> it's it's different. Definitely a hard battle there. But yeah, I've never had a like outstanding Disney World churro. So nope. <laughs> yeah, Disneyland just takes the cake on that one. Okay, last rapid fire here. Favorite character meet and greet. <gasps> oh. Hands down, Kylo. I mean, I just, like I said, I just posted that TikTok. The TikTok. I, yeah, I know. I was, I was sh- like shaking, like, because he, I've never got to experience him walking around. So especially like, I started going a lot to the parks, crazy enough, like once they reopened, um, after the, like during the pandemic. And so of course there were like no character meet and greets and stuff, but now he's back walking around galaxy's edge and i got starstruck like that yeah but i am going on friday taking my kiddos again to hollywood studios um we're gonna go meet darth vader and chewbacca now that the launch bay is back open so i like i have my new little joe and co darth vader necklace on with the little he's got little mickey ears on. so cute it's so cute i'm i'm probably I'm I'm gonna like have to like do some breathing exercises before we <laughs> like I'm gonna just like I'm I'm prepared to freak out. So I'm so excited. Like Darth Vader and Kylo Ren are my favorites, so I'm so excited. That's gonna be so good. Such an amazing core memory for you and your children. <laughs> well, Erica, thanks so much for answering all these fun questions and also just sharing your life with us and, and your story and, and kind of what you've been through and where you're going with your social media journey and um just your presence online. It's it's incredible to hear it from you. And I'm sure everybody listening is inspired by the words that you've shared with us today. So we just want to thank you for being open and honest and sharing those things with us, as well as just being here today and, um, and hanging out with us. It's This has been such a pleasure and it's been so, so fun. I could not agree more. We have been looking forward to chatting with you for a while now. So this has been a dream come true for us to be able to sit here, chat with you face to face, even though it's through a computer screen. And we hope to do it in the park sometime. Like I said, maybe with a photo shoot in session. But no, we'll just bring our mics. We'll just like walk around the parks. Oh, that too. That too. <laughs> we'll record all the TikToks. I'm yes. so down for it. Yeah, we are totally in to hang out in person and like just have fun in the parks. It's so fun. I love being able to build this community and and build like when online friends become real friends. It's just the best. That is honestly my favorite thing about all of this. Like just really making friends. And now that we live here, meeting these people in real life has been the best, best part. Um, Next to just being immersed in the whole Disney culture here, the next best thing has just been meeting everybody and making friends. And I would love to meet y'all so much the next time y'all are here and oh yes, and have a space coffee together or whatever, whatever y'all like to have. (laughs) Um, I I would love that so, so much. Thank y'all so much. Y'all have been just the sweetest and y'all have made me feel so welcome in the Disney community. and, And I just, I'm really, really grateful for that. Oh, well, we are so grateful for you, and you are now an official Castle Chatter, so welcome to the family. <laughs> um, yes, we're holding up hearts on the screen. Y'all can't see that, but <laughs> um, if you guys want to give Erica a follow, you can follow her on social media platforms at Erica Canant. That's E-R-I-C-A-C-A-N-A. 
A-N-T. Definitely give her a follow and follow along her journey and, and all of her platforms that she has. It's so incredible. And uh, like you said, you can get a little bit of everything. So go check her out on social media platforms. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. If you've been considering a Disney Cruise Line vacation, think about tacking it on to a couple days at Walt Disney World. Port Canaveral is just under an hour outside of Walt Disney World, and there is transportation that Disney offers from Walt Disney World to the port. You may want to consider doing a three or four night vacation on a cruise just to kind of get the flavor of what a cruise is, but also have that time that you're able to be in the parks. There's truly something for everybody on a Disney Cruise Line vacation, and this is a great way to have a Disney vacation with people who may not be huge Disney fans that want to spend their entire time in the parks. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning. And I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. Aloha, friends. Thank you so much for joining me this past week on my Hawaiian adventure to Disney's Aulani. My time there was made so much more magical by all the conversations and messages I received from so many of you guys during my stay. A huge part of Hawaiian culture is giving back what you've been gifted with and living with a heart of gratitude, kindness, and generosity. So we are going to keep true to the Aloha spirit and do an Aulani giveaway this week. So in order to increase your chances of winning this awesome giveaway, you can DM us the following code word for 10 extra entries. This giveaway's code word is Shaka, S-H-A-K-A. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Small shop shout out. We got a shout out, but not from us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Erica, we do jingles kind of here with the small shop shout out. Um, Caitlin kind of just throws in a random jingle for the week of what she's feeling with small shop shout out. So that was our jingle. Um, but Erica's still here with us. She's actually going to pick our small shop for this week that we are shouting out. So Erica, who do you want to shout out from the Disney community as a small shop? Oh, I think this became so easy as we were chatting. Hello, Sam Sam Designs. Okay, at Hello Sam Sam Designs. Sam is one of the most creative, incredible designers I have ever met. I got to meet her even in person re- recently. Um, but if you're talking about just my two favorite worlds combined, planners and stickers combined with Disney jewelry, apparel, all the things, um, nail stickers. She's your girl because she creates stickers, washi, nail stickers, jewelry, um, all of the above. She's an incredible, incredible graphic designer and artist. Um, so at Hello Sam Sam Designs, she is an incredible small shop and someone to, to support. You heard it here, guys. Go give her a follow today. 
right, guys. Next week, we are coming back with another Disney Legends episode. This is an episode that we've had for quite a few seasons now. You guys love this one. It's where we talk about one of the um, acclaimed Disney Legends and their career, the history, and the thing, the ways that they have contributed to the Walt Disney Company. So, Caitlin, who is going to be our Disney Legend next week? I think this one's going to be a shocker for a lot of people, but our Disney Legend for next week is Whoopi Goldberg. We're so excited. She is such a fun and talented actress, and we cannot wait to share more about her life and the things that she's done so far and where she'll probably continue to go over the next couple of years with the Walt Disney Company. So we're excited to um, talk about her and her Disney legend life. So tune in to that next week. Um, while you guys are waiting for the next episode of The Castle Chat, you can check us out on Instagram at The Castle, Castle Chat, or you can send us an email, The Castle Chat at gmail.com shoot us a dm we love to chat to you guys shoot us a review on apple or spotify it means the world to us when we get to hear your feedback and and know what we can be doing differently to continue to put out a podcast that serves you and is something that you guys want to listen to Um, we love you guys and we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon bye guys bye